Hi guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my mental health podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm working really diligently on trying to make sure I upload a new episode for you guys every single week. I just read some new reviews that you guys wrote on iTunes and it really warmed my heart. It motivated me so much to know that you guys are listening, that what I'm saying has an impact. Right now I'm sitting here in my bedroom talking alone. (laughs) So it's hard to imagine the things that I'm saying going out into the world and reaching you and touching you and helping you in some way because right now I'm just sitting in my bed by myself. So (laughs) thank you so much for writing those reviews. If you like the podcast and you're willing to write a review for it on iTunes, know that I super, super appreciate it. I read each and every single one. My mission in life right now is to help as many women on their mental health journey as I possibly can. And one of the ways I'm doing that is trying to get this podcast out into the world and get it to the women that need it, to the women that feel alone, that are struggling and suffering, that don't have support, that don't know what to do, and to help them feel less alone and to be a voice of support for them in their journey. When you guys leave reviews on iTunes, it helps me reach more people, it helps me grow my audience, and it helps me serve that mission and reach more women. So I thank you so much, it means so much to me. Today I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about an amazing experience I had this last week. On Tuesday, I was fortunate enough to be able to attend the Wealth and Business Mastery Summit. It was here in Orlando, Florida, and it had a whole roster of speakers. So the morning was kind of a mesh of different speakers. I got to see Gary Vaynerchuk, who is a hero of mine. I'm actually getting ready to launch a YouTube channel, and I made a whole YouTube video about Gary Vaynerchuk and how he influenced my journey as an entrepreneur. And I share more about how much it meant to me to be able to see him speak in that vlog. So once the YouTube channel is up, you guys will be able to see that and you'll be able to see clips from the summit itself. But the morning was a mesh of different speakers and then the afternoon was four and a half hours of Tony Robbins. Now, I have never been to a Tony Robbins event, but it's always kind of piqued my interest. You guys know I am obsessed with everything self-help, everything personal development, and I follow a lot of other life coaches and personal development speakers and people on Instagram. And every time Tony does a big event, a lot of those women attend all of his events. So all of a sudden, my Instagram feed will just be filled with clips from all of them at his events. And at first, I was like, what is this? Like, what is this guy? And I would just see clips of them, like, jumping up and down and yelling. And I was like, this is not for me. And I was like, I don't know what this is about. It looks kind of weird, but it kept piquing my interest because it kept coming up in my feed a few times a year. All of these influencers I follow would be at one of his events and talking about how amazing it was and talking about how powerful it was. And I was like, man, I really have to see what this guy is about. If you're not familiar with Tony, there is a movie about him on Netflix. It's called I Am Not Your Guru. But my favorite way to get his content is really just to watch speeches that he's given on YouTube. So I started watching his speeches on YouTube. 
and he's such a charismatic speaker and he's pretty smart. So I started watching his stuff and I liked it, but he wasn't my number one person I follow online or anything like that. He was just someone I would watch occasionally. I'm reading one of his books right now. Its book is excellent. It's called Awaken the Giant Within. If you want like a really good self-help book that has practical action, things you can do right now to improve your life, I recommend you pick up that book. So I walked into this event familiar with his material. I liked it okay. I was excited to see him. I was excited to see what the hype was about, honestly, because I had just heard so many people talk about his live events. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm familiar with his work. I'm familiar kind of with his techniques. You know, I'll go see him live. Okay. But man, you guys, if you ever get the opportunity to see him live, you need to go. It is an experience like I have never had in my life. He really solidified a lot of things I've been working on as far as feeling positive feelings like joy and happiness in my body. And this is something I have really struggled with and I've talked to you guys about it on the podcast before, but I had clinical depression that was untreated for over 10 years and my default state is just kind of numb and disassociated and checked out. And I feel like I really have to work and practice feeling happiness in my body, feeling gratitude, feeling joy, having those feelings. I have to make a conscious effort to call those feelings in multiple times a day. And I have found that the more I do that, the easier it gets. And if I do it consistently throughout the day, especially with gratitude, that's one of my big positive feelings that I call into my body multiple times a day. I'll think of something like I'm overwhelmingly grateful for and really focus on it and really feel it in my heart and really let it radiate through my body and take a moment to feel joy and happiness and blessed and feel those feelings in my body. When I first started doing this, it was really difficult. But as I started doing it more and more, I found that it got easier and easier. And a lot of what Tony shared with us during his four and a half hours on stage was about how to alter our state, which is what I've been doing without really realizing it. I just knew I needed to practice feeling happiness in my body because it was difficult. I felt like it was difficult for me to feel happy, to feel positive feelings in my body. And I wanted to get better at it. So I started practicing and practicing and practicing. And Tony shared a lot of tools to help us change our states. And it really kind of cemented in for me the idea that I can call in happiness myself. I can generate happiness in my body. I don't have to wait for an outside event to happen to me to feel good. I can feel good anytime I decide to. I just have to shift what I'm focusing on and focus on something happy. Usually when we feel like crap, We're sitting around focusing on something that's making us feel bad, right? We're focusing on something someone did to us or something bad that happened to us or we're worrying about the future, right? But if you shift your focus and you focus on someone you really love or a moment in your life that really made you feel good or you focus on something you're so thankful for. For me, it's my house. I'm so thankful for the house I live in now, which sounds really silly, but I've lived in a lot of really unpleasant living situations in my life. I've lived below the poverty line most of my life. I live in a beautiful house that I own, that is mine, and every day I'm so happy 
to live here. And whenever I think of this house, I just feel so happy and grateful. If there's something like that in your life, when you wanna feel good, focus on those things that you have in your life that bring in that gratitude, that bring in the happiness. You know, if I think about moments I've shared with my mom or how happy I am that I have my dog or how thankful I am for my job, when I focus on those things, I feel good, right? It changes my state. But when I focus on things like things I've failed at, things I've messed up, things people have done to me in the past that hurt me, those things make me feel like shit, right? So part of the lecture was about shifting your focus, focusing on things that make you feel good as a way to call in those positive feelings. And then the next part was your physical body, using your physical body to alter the state that you're in. So he kept having us do these exercises. And if you've ever seen videos from a Tony Robbins event, you've seen him do this with the crowd. And he is an amazing, amazing, like charismatic, gifted person on the stage. I've never seen a person move a stadium of people. This was, we were literally in a basketball stadium and he had people's attention so intensely on him. It was amazing to even witness the way that he works a crowd, but he's able to get the whole crowd like amped, like at a level a hundred so quickly. And when you do that, when you're jumping up and down and there's music pumping and everyone's yelling and you're throwing your hands up in the air and he's telling everyone, you know, He would yell from the stage like, make a noise that feels good. And everyone's jumping up and down. Everyone's like yelling. And there's so much energy. And you feel so good because you're in all this energy and you're generating energy with your body. And you're able to change your emotional state. So I've been doing this back at my house now that I'm home. I've been just having little dance parties throughout the day. And like jumping up and down and dancing around and singing and just calling in the feelings of joy with my body, moving my body in a way that feels good, that generates positive feeling, feeling so happy to be in the moment. And I just dance around my house and I'm just like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love this house, I love this life, I love everything that's happening to me, thank you. And I call in those positive feelings. And this feels really powerful for me after being depressed for so long. And if you are struggling with depression, I'm sure you can relate to this. Because for so long, I felt like I was held hostage in my own body, in my own brain. And I feel like I've been able to take control of that back, where when I start to get depressed, when I start to feel down, I make a decision. I'm like, no, I'm going to call in gratitude. I'm going to call in happiness. I'm going to jump up and down. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to dance. I'm going to sit here and think about the best thoughts I can think about. I'm going to generate joy in my body. And I'm able to have control of those emotions and call in good feelings. And that means so much to me because there was a time where I thought my life would only have suffering. I thought my life would only be pain. You know, there was a time not even that long ago, just a couple years ago, where I remember like literally laying in bed Googling, why is depression so painful? Stuff like that. Like, why does this hurt so much? And I was just in so much pain and so miserable and everything was hard. Everything was getting harder and harder and I was just locked in this spiral. So to be at a place now where I'm able to call in happiness, I'm able to generate good feelings in my body means so much to me. It's like everything, right? Because I spent years, 10 years, just being held hostage and feeling misery and feeling pain and 
I just accepted it. At one point, I was just like, this is all my life is going to be. It's just going to be painful and hard. And that's how life is for me. And I didn't think I would ever get to a place where I can just say, no, I'm going to change my focus. I'm going to focus on good things. I'm going to call in good feelings. You know, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to feel happy right now. And I think it's really been a matter of a lot of practice doing this every day, all day long, really being diligent about my focus. Tony talked about this in the conference. He said, what's your favorite flavor of suffering? And I think we all have our favorite flavors of suffering. And I know I have certain memories, certain thoughts, certain things that I will call up in my brain and start focusing on them that will make me feel like shit. And it just will send me into a downward spiral and I'll just think about, you know, one shitty memory and it'll lead to the next one and it'll lead to the next one and I'll just focus on it, focus on it, focus on it. And I just made those thoughts are off limits to me now. When they start coming into my brain, I'm like, no, I don't care what I have to do. If I have to get up and run five miles, if I have to jump up and down, if I have to work out, if I have to read a book, if I have to watch stand-up comedy, if I have to go visit a friend, I don't care what I have to do, but I am not going to sit and focus on those thoughts because they are harmful to me, they hurt me, they bring my life down, they stand in the way of me living the life that I want to live, of me being the person I want to be. I cannot show up on the internet for you guys, I cannot be the daughter that I want to be. I cannot be the friend I want to be. I cannot be the person I want to be in the world if I'm letting those flavors of suffering hijack my thoughts. I have to change my focus. And I think a really powerful exercise you can do is to write down the memories you have that hurt you, that are painful, that you call up, that you dwell on, your favorite flavors of suffering really figure out what they are and identify what they are. So when you start thinking of them, you're aware of it and you're like, no, like we're not doing these anymore. This is not welcome in my life. I think it's fine to process memories and heal from them and move on if you're doing it in a healthy way. But what I'm talking about is when you're laying around and you're replaying things that are painful and you're just hurting yourself and it's not healing. And if you've ever done this, you know what I'm talking about. You know the difference when you're calling up things and trying to heal from them and process them and work through them. I'm not advocating that you never think about anything painful and you just ignore your feelings, right? I'm advocating that you do not dwell on this shit more than you have to, that you're not laying around beating yourself up about things that happened five years ago. I had a boyfriend when I was younger that would say really nasty, awful things to me all the time, and it doesn't serve me to sit around and call up those memories of him saying that stuff to me, right? But I'll do that if I let myself. I think it's part of my conditioning from being depressed and being locked in those memories and feeling bad for so long I wrote down another quote that Tony said during the conference. He was talking about the neurological structures in our brain, and he said a lot of people have a neurological highway to misery in their brain and a dirt road to happiness. And I feel like that in my brain. I know if I let myself, I can call up the most awful things that have happened to me, the most terrible memories I have, and sit here and replay them in my head over and over again and work myself in to a full-blown depressive episode very, very quickly. 
And the happiness thing still takes a lot of work, right? Even though I'm telling you guys, like, I'm able to generate happiness in my body and I'm so thankful for that and I'm so glad for it, it still takes a lot of effort. It still feels like a struggle sometimes. Like, I still have to work at it. But I know that I'm making those neurological paths in my brain stronger. The more you call up good memories, the more you call on optimism, hope, gratitude, happiness, the more you generate joy in your body and you feel happy and you feel joy and you feel gratitude, you're making that neurological highway to happiness in your brain stronger, right? So that way someday you'll have, instead of a dirt road to happiness, you're gonna have a highway to happiness and a dirt road to sadness and pain, right? So you're restructuring the neurological pathways in your brain when you're doing this. And that made so much sense to me because ever since I started really trying to practice feeling the good feelings in my body and really making an effort to do that, it's really, really, really made my life so much easier. And I recommend that you do that. I recommend that you Figure out your favorite flavors of suffering, make them off limits, make certain things that you know you go to that make you feel like crap, memories you call up, things you tell yourself in your head. My self-talk used to be so negative, you guys. I used to tell myself, you're a loser, you're never gonna help anybody, you're totally worthless, all of those thoughts, right? But I made all of that off limits. Like, that stuff is just not allowed in my thought process anymore. And when I notice that I'm starting to focus on that, I do something to interrupt those thoughts. I dance, I run, I call a friend, I do something. But identify your favorite flavors so you know. As soon as they pop up, you're like, no, this is a non-negotiable, we're not doing this. And then practice changing your state. Make a list of all of the things you can do to change your state in a moment right? That's Tony kept saying this on the stage in the conference. He does a lot of call and repeat stuff. So he'll call something in the audience and then they yell something back. So he would yell off the stage, you can change your life. How fast? And everyone would snap their fingers and he would say in an instant, make a list of the things that can change your feelings in an instant. Make a list of your favorite memories, your favorite days, the times where you felt the most alive and the most happy. Make a list of everything you have to be thankful for and grateful for. Make a list of the things you can do to change your state. What can you do to call joy into your body right now? What can you do to call happiness into your body right now? What can you do to feel thankful, to feel grateful? And have that list so that way you can start doing that over and over again. And the more you call in joy, the more call in happiness, call in all these positive feelings, the easier it is to call them up when you want to get there. I'm gonna share with you guys one last story from Tony Robbins. So we were in a basketball stadium in Orlando. People were riveted by what he was saying. There were really talented speakers on the stage in the morning, but I mean, it's a stadium of people. People were still getting up to go to the bathroom or going in and out or doing whatever. Tony Robbins was on the stage for four and a half hours and no one was talking. No one was getting up. People were like laser focused on him. He's such an intense speaker and he's so good at talking to a huge stadium of people like that. But a lot of his talk, it's a lot of like standing up, sitting down, doing different weird exercises. We had to act out different scenarios and talk in certain tones of our voice and 
practice using certain kinds of body language and lots of jumping up and down, lots of yelling. I honestly wanted to record this podcast yesterday, but I couldn't because I like lost my voice from just screaming so much. So it's a very interactive experience, but everyone around us was having such a good time and it was such a unique experience and so powerful and so amazing. And all of the people around us were all like, wow, like this is, you know, such a powerful experience. This is crazy. And then there was this one lady in the seats kind of in front of us. And she just had like that too cool attitude where she didn't want to dance. She didn't want to yell. She didn't want to put her hands up. And she just sat there and was just too cool for everything that was happening. And you could tell she was just had this attitude that this is stupid, like this is dumb. Her friend that was with her kind of tried to like loosen her up and was trying to get her to kind of dance a little bit or like put her hands up a little bit. And you could see her friend wanted to engage in it, but she was being brought down because the person that she was with thought it was stupid. And so that was kind of disheartening to watch. And to be honest with you, a lot of the exercises were uncomfortable. Like there are lots of times where we were doing stuff where I felt awkward, like I felt weird. Even though everyone around me was doing it, I still felt self-conscious because that's just how I am. And I'm not super confident being around groups of people like that. But I still went all in. I still wanted to get everything I could out of the experience. I didn't want to miss out on seeing this amazing speaker that I had heard so much about. I really wanted to go all in. So even though it was uncomfortable and I had to push myself out of my comfort zone, I decided to do it anyway. And I'm just sharing this story with you guys just because I hope it inspires you to step out of your comfort zone. And you don't want to be like that person, right? Sitting at the Tony Robbins event, like the only one sitting down not participating that's like too cool, that thinks it's stupid, that doesn't want to try it. More than anything, I hope this inspires you to just get out in the world, try new things. You might try things that you don't like and you're like, that's not for you and that's fine. But I think there's real value in being willing to put yourself out there, being willing to be uncomfortable, being willing to put yourself in situations that make you feel awkward. I mean, that woman basically missed out on an opportunity to interact and learn from one of the most powerful personal development speakers in the world right now because she was too cool. And I think she probably felt kind of awkward doing some of this stuff and it was probably too far out of her comfort zone. But I think that she really missed out on an amazing opportunity that was right in her lap. Like she was already in the stadium. She was already there. She'd already taken all of the effort to buy a ticket, get to the stadium. And once she got there, just couldn't get past the barriers in her own mind to allow herself to really participate and get as much out of it as she could have. And so I would just challenge you to ask yourself, what opportunities are in front of you right now? How can you fully step into them? How can you fully embrace the experiences that life is giving you right now? And how can you make sure you're not missing out on any opportunities? How can you really step in to your true self, to being yourself and show up in the world today And what would it feel like if you didn't give a fuck what people thought of you? What would you feel like if you weren't worried about people looking at you? What would you do? How would life be different? Okay, guys, so that is my Tony Robbins experience story. I hope this inspires you. I hope it helps you a little bit. I hope you guys have an amazing day. 
I wanted to let you guys know I am doing a free special offer for the month of September. I am launching my VIP tribe early. I was planning on launching it in October, but I just got super inspired and I just wanted to get it up as soon as possible. So the new VIP tribe, if you don't know, will have a different theme every single month. The first week of the month, you will get a workbook. The second week of the month, you will get a workshop. The third week of the month, you will get a recorded meditation. And then the fourth week of the month, you will get a live Q&A session with me where I'll go on video and answer all of your questions. And the theme for September is all around confidence. It's called Become Unfuckwithable, Step Into the Most Powerful Version of Yourself. Normally, the VIP tribe is going to be $10 a month, but because this is the first month and I'm so excited about it, I'm giving it to everyone that wants to be in it this month for free. I will leave the link in the show notes, but you guys can use code TRANSFORMATION to get the month of September for free. So just real quick, once again, you will get a workbook, a workshop, a meditation, and a live Q&A session with me, plus access to my VIP Facebook group, which is going to be a smaller support group, so it's going to be a more intimate group of women, more access to me, and because I'm just launching it and I'm so excited about it and I just honestly love you guys so much, I just decided to give anybody that wants to try it out for a month the first month free. So when you sign up, you'll get the month of September for free. Use code TRANSFORMATION. I'm very, very excited about it. Let me know what topics you guys would like covered in future VIP months. Because like I said, every month we're going to be covering a different theme and a different topic and really going deep into areas where we can improve our lives, make our lives better, start becoming our most badass selves. I'm going to be sharing with you guys really personal things from my journey that I haven't shared on the internet before. And of course, all of my tips and tricks, all of the best resources I have, all of the information that I've used to totally transform my life will be packed into that new VIP tribe. I hope you will come over and join it. I would love to have you there. Follow me over on Instagram. I'm sharing my whole life, girl. My whole life is on Instagram stories now. I don't know what happened, but I'm obsessed with Instagram stories. So you can see literally my whole life on Instagram stories over at Radical Transformation Project. And of course, check out the blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com for new articles and resources every single week related to managing your mental health and living your best damn life. I love you guys so much and I will see you in the next episode.